두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Craig's in, in the building. Like how, you doing? how you doing, Craig? You doing good, Craig? Craig, Craig how's your Thanksgiving, Craig? Craig, how's your Thanksgiving, Craig? Craig. The voice kind of sounds familiar, like some voice isn't, actor. Isn't there a isn't there a voice in Overwatch that's almost exactly like that? Yep. It's um. Is that the who you're thinking of too? Maybe. Yeah. Yep. I think that is what what I was thinking of. One of the Overwatch. You know, they got Overwatch two now. It's, uh, I haven't played it. I haven't played Overwatch since we played it together, like four four Christmases ago. It's uh, exactly like Overwatch. You want to play it again? It's kind of fun. I have fun with those too. hero shooters. I just don't want to spend any money on them. I liked Overwatch a lot for like the first couple years, but um, I don't know. I haven't played it in a long time. I like Overwatch, so. but now they got Overwatch too. But it's the same as Overwatch One because they released it, but. The whole point of Overwatch 2 was they were going to have a single or like a campaign mode, right? Yeah, a single player campaign that no one cares about because it's a hero shooter. Well, no, everyone was hella cared about that because it's really? for years. For years oh, I guess that's true. Like, like, that, that, that cinematic thing, the cinematics are really yeah. popular. So, yeah, for I was years, like, yeah, people, that's kind of um, cute. Let's get, let, let, me, let me shoot somebody right now. I'm a hamster. Yeah. So, um, but then they released it, and it, that part's not out yet. So it's basically just like a patch for Overwatch One is all it is right now. And I don't think the single player stuff comes out for like another year or something. Holy <laughs> shit! Know. Video games are fucking whack. Blizzard has got so fucking weird over the last decade, didn't they? Yeah, they love drinking breast milk, though. Oh, is that something Remember that came that? out about? Oh, yeah, yeah and that weird. The weird sexual harassment shit. Yeah, they're drinking I mean, who titty doesn't, milk. Who doesn't love a good titty milk? You know, I we all did at it. one point. I wouldn't mind it every once in a while. You know, yeah. if it's consensual, consensual <laughs> breast milk. Yeah, that's uh, the only the only kind of breast milk. Mm, 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 mm. Well, turns out it was COVID. Oh no. <laughs> it was coming all along. Yeah, you, you made a joke on uh, the day before Thanksgiving uh, about being Jesus. patient zero, and then you were patient zero. I don't get it. So <laughs> I was sick for about four or five days, took a COVID test, it was negative. But I was like, all right, it's a little bit early, maybe not. I was sick in another couple days, COVID test, negative. So I was like, oh, well, it's been a week. I'm not going to worry about it. I then continued to be sick for another week and got like really sick last weekend. And got our parents sick during that time period. They took a COVID test and was positive. So I took another one, and then I was positive. I don't, I don't fucking understand it. I was sick for like two weeks, and then didn't have COVID. But then I did have COVID and was sick for like another week. <laughs> so I think I'm pretty sure I just had something else initially, and then also happened to get COVID. It's only that makes sense. 
So you saying you got COVID on top of whatever you had the first time? I think so, right? Because yeah, I guess that may, that's possible. Yeah, there's no reason you couldn't. Because yeah, like I just don't understand why I, you know, I would have been negative you know, for like a week and a half. You know what needs to happen? You need to buy a Bowflex. Why, why a Bowflex? I don't know. We're just wait a weight bench. I was just making a joke about you need oh, to go so to the gym. Yeah. Well, thanks to COVID and not going to the gym because of COVID and being sick and stuff. I'm basically speed running massive depression. I'm like speed running suicide. No hacks. It's not really yeah. a hack. Yeah, yeah well, I'm not doing any hacks. I'm just speed running <laughs> suicide. I'm thinking before Christmas at this rate. That's good. Yeah. That's keep uh, keep that in your head. I took a COVID test today and it came up negative. So then I, I guess I can go back to the gym in a few days, maybe. Yeah, I don't know how um, that works I anymore. I don't know the rules. Yeah. There's not really any rules anymore. It's kind of just like, hey, do whatever you feel like. Yeah, I need to, uh, I need mean, to go, go, for to a, go for a walk, at least. Yeah, I've still been doing cardio, but I don't know. It's not the same. Some vitamin D in there. <laughs> Turns out. So maybe, like, uh, see a doctor. It was COVID. It was COVID all along. It was the, for the real COVID was the COVID we made all along the way. I saw one of the um, long-term side effects of COVID and stuff is depression. So, you know. Yeah, well, how's that different from your normal life, though, you know? I know if you would know if you had long COVID or not. I was thinking, basically, I just work out all the time so that I don't reset back to my default mode, which seems to be depressed. Just my whole life, just running away from depression, huh? Lifting weights. I ain't never lies. Whatever. It could be nice. I used to just I used to just drink instead. You could do that, I guess. No, no I don't think no, the, I don't think drinking is the way to is the way to handle it. I think that probably just makes it worse. It'll make the it'll fix the COVID, right? You got a stomachache, drink a Guinness. You got a sore throat, drink a Guinness. COVID, drink a Guinness. Yeah. I don't know. What do they know about medicine? The gas. <laughs> Oh no! This is the content sewer. This is a podcast dedicated to Cord Overstreet and Rock Johnson, our two favorite actors. Uh, Rock Johnson, man, what, can you imagine <clears throat> what the kind of movie that Cord Overstreet and Rock Johnson can make together? It'd probably be amazing. Just think about it. Maybe Cord Overstreet will be in Black Adam too. He's gonna play one of the Justice Society members, one we haven't seen yet. Who's yeah, your pick? He, the what's the you know the goofy looking Green Lantern? Is he in the Justice Society? Oh, uh, uh, fuck, why can't I remember his name? The, the asshole one, right? The one that's got a bowl cut and then oh, gets you know, punched up by Batman. Uh, no, not Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner, um, that's what I was thinking of. Damn. You know, he's got an orange shirt and a cape. Oh, and, yeah. You know, the old gay, school. Gay, gay Garrett. Gay Garrett, right? It's Gay Garrett. Guy Garrett? Guy Garrett. It's not gay. It's Guy. Guy Garrett. Uh, Guy Gardner is the bowl cut shitty Green Lantern. No, it's yeah, I know, but he's Garrett. It's like Garrett, Alan, Alan Grant. Is it Alan Grant? It's Alan Grant. Fuck, Alan Grant's who's Garrett? Like, what? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But now you know who I'm talking about. He's the stupid orange shirt. Goddamn, I know his name. Who is? I'm pulling it up. Ward Over Street will play that guy. Is that guy in Justice Society, or is he it's in the? They've shunted him in the Justice Society, right? I don't know. I don't know how it works Justice anymore. Society. He was, was shunted in a lantern for like a hundred years. No one cares about him. There's Justice League, the Justice Society, and other. There's like fucking conflicts are stupid. And like Young Justice, you got All American Justice, the Justice Society West Coast. 
content and see where I'm cored over street. That's Rock Johnson. This is our podcast about Netflix original films. Did you watch the Disney Plus original film? I believe it's titled James Gunn's Christmas Playlist. Oh, no, I haven't watched it yet. Me and the kids are thinking of watching it tonight. So don't spoil it for me. I want to I be surprised by James Gunn's Christmas Playlist. I, I, that's exactly what the what it is. Is it's James Gunn showing off his Christmas playlist with uh, that's kind of who all group the <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy has been. It's like, hey, yeah. this is all the seventies music I like, guys. It's cute though. James Gunn has it. All the other Marvel dweebs wish they had what James Gunn has. He's the only one who can do it. With oh no, no, you get the Taiko White Titty out there. He's he's out there loving Thor and Thunders. <laughs> he wishes. I like kissing, kissing all the Thors. James Gunn with like the edges sanded off, like for Marvel, it does end up kind of being like a little bit too Joss Whedon-y for my taste. But James Gunn's got it. Just let him put a little ultra violence in there with his like saccharine tongue in cheek type stuff. And he's, I get it, I get it. James Gunn's cool. I haven't watched any either of the Guardians of the Galaxies since whenever I initially watched them, but I remember them being all right. One of them's got Kurt Russell in it, right? Yeah, the second one. That's fine. James Gunn's cool. It's weird that he's like the boss of DC movies now, right? No, oh, yeah, he's 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 telling everybody what to do. Well, you know, the HBO doesn't really have a plan, so they're just they're just throwing shit around and something will stick. And they're <clears> hoping <throat> James Gunn sticks this time. What a crazy career trajectory for James Gunn. I <laughs> know he got fired from Disney a couple weeks ago. Well, I guess you know I'd... a couple years ago. But it meant more that he started off making trauma yeah, movies. Trauma movies, and now he's in charge of Superman. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> from from Toxic Avenger to to Superman. Yeah, he just loves movies. I guess I love movies too, but I can't imagine myself getting myself into that position. Oh, speaking of love of movies, have you seen? Uh, are you already going to see Steven Spielberg presents Steven Spielberg? The Fablemans. Yeah, it looks pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, when, uh, whenever. I can't go to the theater to see anything because I'll get COVID or give everyone else COVID. Gotta wait for it to leak on the internet, I guess. But yeah, it looks pretty good. I'm a sucker for movies like that anyways that are just about like the power of movies because I'm like, yeah, movies are magical. It's the only way I've experienced the world because of poverty. Thank <laughs> you, movies. And that's why I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've never seen LA before. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, but, 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 was, you know, right. This week we got to see what it's like in merry old Scotland. Scotland, it, you Scotland. know. Uh, quick aside, I'm definitely not one of those guys. I don't. At least I don't think I am. That that goes around talking how big his dick is and thinks they have a giant dick. But sometimes I see a dick in movies and I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm working with some some good stuff down there. Got the big slice of meat. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not saying it's giant. It's just like, oh, okay, well, it's bigger than that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, then they all kind of look the same when they're flaccid. Oh, no. I don't spend too much time worrying about it. Dicks are cool, though. I don't mind a, little, I don't mind a dick or two. They're fun to look at. <laughs> they clop um, around in weird ways. You don't think about it until you see it on someone else. Yeah, I think it, like, when I, I was thinking about this coincidentally the other day when I, mean, I was It's fun to out. do, but you know what I mean? You don't think about it until you actually see another man doing it. Well, I was like working out a while ago, and if I had like my choice working out, I wouldn't be wearing Naked. shoes. Yeah. I wouldn't be wearing a shirt. You know what I mean? Like almost. Well, you definitely don't wear shoes in the gym, otherwise you'll get fungus in addition to COVID. Yeah, but if I had, you know, my own gym, my own sanitary gym. That's what I'm saying. Oh, flex. 
wouldn't be wearing any clothes. And then I was like, I guess I kind of get why, like, the Celts and the Gauls and stuff would fight naked. I, I get it. Like, that seems like a great way to fight. You know what I mean? You got a lot of freedom of movement. That's for sure. Yeah. It makes sense to me. And, like, when you're working out, um, your dick gets small anyways because, you know, there's not any blood for it. So it would be kind of safe because you always think, like, you think. I can't be fighting naked. I'll, I'll, they'll definitely cut my dick off. But I mean, you're yeah, going to die if they cut your dick off anyway. <laughs> I think your testicles shrivel up anyways because they're like in a nervous situation, you know? Well, I feel like running around fighting and stuff, yeah, you're not going to have extra no blood. blood. You won't have extra blood for your dick. So yeah, it's all on your feet. Get small. So it will be less of a target anyway. So probably not too bad. It won't be very intimidating, though. Like you just, the whole swath of. <laughs> Pale white guys with small tiny dicks. That's what the Celtic Shri- warriors like. Look shriveled like. testicles, especially because it's cold in Scotland. Uh huh. <laughs> Scotland. Yeah, this content sewer. My name's Kyle, not Cordover Street. That's Sean, not Rock Johnson. Sean. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. For some reason, what? um, tin I, roof rusted. I bet I have the the. Uh, Mandarin, how you say I love you in Mandarin? Whiny. I have that stuck in my head for like a week. I don't know what the deal is. Like, I'm I not whiny. The, you're whiny. Wake up in the morning. I'm like whiny in my head. I'll say it to myself. <laughs> say it to myself. I'm going to sleep. It's shit. the uh, programming. The CCC programming kicking in. Oh, holy shit! It's finally happening. I gotta go quash that uh, workers' rebellion that's going on right now. <laughs> Have been activated by President Xi. There you go. Now that you're calling, you always wanted it. I have to go predict Foxconn. Is that the name of the? Yeah, it was Foxconn. Yeah. You know the Apple Plus. I gotta go protect him. That's badass. That one video I saw of it. There's a dude who picks up a barrier and is like attacking people with it, attacking the um guards or whatever. Badass. Yeah, but that could be you. Only you'll be attacking the workers. Your old style union buster, huh? Go in there, That's crack right. some skulls, man. On the um, Mandarin Pinkerton. <laughs> you know, Starbucks recently hired Pinkertons to break up a union. Yeah, that's what Pinkertons are good at. Pinkerton Detective Agency. Oh, oh they've been doing it for uh, damn near 100 years now, right? Over, I mean, longer than that, if you, but not. we weren't calling them unions back then. Well, yeah, they've Pinkertons have been busting unions since the Pinkertons existed. So the expansion westward, basically. They had to shut. We fucking you guys uh, trying to say we can't just blow up Chinese people on the railroad? I don't think so. Send in the Pinkertons. <laughs> We're blowing up the Chinamen. Yeah, America rules. But what's better than America? That's right, England. What's north of England? Scotland. Who's from Scotland? Robert the Bruce. What a dork! What a dorky little dork! What's the deal with his name? Is he Robert the Bruce or is his name Robert Bruce? Who knows? Who cares? What's this all about? What's this all about? Then there's the one thing. So obviously, we're, I'm going to continue to compare this movie to Braveheart, right? Because oh, uh, how could you not? Right? That's what they want you to do. Because duh, William Wallace was just kind of like a regular guy who had enough and started a rebellion, right? And Robert eh, the Bruce. Is, I mean, he's a little bit. He was a he was a landowner in Scotland. Yeah, but he's not like fucking. He wasn't a lord, or he was definitely someone above, like a peasant. But you know, he wasn't a lord or anything. 
Yeah, but he's not like he's like a knight. It goes to be the closest thing. Third in line to the crown and like no. descendant of descendant of like English settlers to Scotland. And yeah, that's the thing about this movie. Watching it is like um, I don't give a fuck about these assholes either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these fucking like I especially don't because like right after this he's like you know what brother of mine why don't you go invade Ireland huh? that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah, this. It's it's hard to talk about this, but a lot of the guy landowners and evil people that ran Ireland and Northern Ireland especially were Scots, Irish, <laughs> Scottish people. Oh no! Which technically, again, as, as we said before, distantly also Irish people, but still. Well, in this case, uh, I would say well, these guys are actually English. Some of these yeah. guys are really English. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, the um. So they the English Bruce. settled Northern Ireland with um, Scottish Pre- Scottish Presbyterians and like lords and landowners and stuff like Robert the Bruce and these guys aren't Highland Scots right their names are stuff like Robert the B- Bruce not like Angus McDougall <laughs> so they're not uh, uh like they got names like Huntington and shit like that which yeah, is like yeah. that's not you're not like that Scottish are you. So my thinking is like these are just English people who've been in Scotland for a long time and now they're in Ireland, you know, just like several levels removed from being Irish or even Scottish. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, I don't know why I'm supposed to care about Robert the Bruce. I'm guessing well, he, like they certainly try to make him seem like such a nicer guy than he was. Well, they forgot the biggest problem with this movie, aside from my like, man, I don't care about fucking. <laughs> they forgot how to make an interesting movie too it's kind of boring well they forgot to have any characters in it they have like people with names in it but they don't seem to have personalities or um interactions with each other or really (laughs) even that much dialogue robert the bruce and his wife was one of the most heartfelt romances i've ever seen on screen also Mm -hmm. chris pine's accent just comes and goes no one's doing an accent. <laughs> no one's doing like a real Scottish accent in this movie. It's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, him and Florence Pugh, they've had they had the romance of the century, huh? They really they developed that shit. So I, tiny. It's, I've never realized how small she was until I've seen her next to Chris Oh yeah. Pine. That's why she's so cute. I think Florence Pugh is super cute. And I think it's just because she's a little lady. Just a little she's just a little guy. Just pick her up, pick her, put in your pocket, you know. It's, yeah. Oh, here's a peppermint candy. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of English people in this movie playing uh, Scottish people who are, whatever, I guess they're Scottish. I don't know. Well, I don't actually, actually, well I mean, again, maybe they're not. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know enough about this period of Scotland. I know a little bit, but I don't actually know the history of Robert the Bruce and like the uh, most of the other lords in Scotland. Mm-hmm. But I, I, again, like most of the uh, British Empire, assume. They're English if you go back far. Mm-hmm. And not f- fucking not even just English, but Saxon and Norman, right? That's why, well, like, yeah, like Florence, Florence Pugh's yes. character is the daughter of something De Burr, right? Because he's fucking they're fucking Normans. <laughs> they got French ass names. <laughs> Richard De Burr. Oh, he's the Earl of Ulster. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Yeah, what they um when he marries her, they're like, oh, and you get all these. Here's all your new lands in Ireland, Robert the Bruce. And it's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, yeah. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, yeah, fuck these people. 
Hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. You should suck you forget, it. You should be able to collect land, rent from them. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. I said Best Buy, Ewan McGregor, and Train Spotting. It's, uh, it's shite being Scottish, right? But uh, the, the English are wankers, but we're colonized by wankers. Oh, poor Scotland. Um, this movie is completely unremarkable. The costumes are cool. And it like looks pretty good occasionally. It's weird. Uh, there's some cool shit like when Robert the Bruce's brother gets eviscerated in that castle. That's cool. But then the rest of the movie is all just digital blood spray. It looks like they just put like a filter over it. You know, like a, it's like a plugin that came with the software. <laughs> yeah. Which point? It looks terrible. They're like, oh, every sword slash spray, 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 start. <laughs> You know, I don't know the, I don't know the actual battle well enough to say this for certain, but I don't think Robert the Bruce and uh, the Prince of Wales did a one-on-one sword fight, and he just let the the Prince of Wales walk away after winning. I could be wrong. Maybe though, because that was what that shit was all about back then. Is like you didn't ever like kill important people; you would like ransom them at the most. You know. Yeah, I mean? but that are, that's the whole point of like the raising the dragon banner and like you're not chivalrous anymore and we're attacking you at night. It's like there's there's no rules anymore. And I guess he's showing that he's better. And like oh, you know, chivalry's back on, baby. But still, you'd still ransom the king off at that point. You would that you just won the fucking war. Yeah, you, the, you have uh, your independence for the next ten years for certain. I yeah, is. I don't remember. I don't. I vaguely know this area of Scotland part of scottish history i don't i'm i'm almost i'm like 99 percent sure that's not how it happens no they don't win a decisive battle against the new king of england because yes uh, scotland that's what and that's why scotland is free today right <laughs> well i mean they're free they were they were free robert the bruce is a free king of part of scotland for a, a few years after this you know what i mean oh really yeah yeah what, like in the highlands, in the mountains? No, there no, are no laws anyway. I can't remember. I'd have to go again. I don't know this period of Scottish history. I should have looked it up before. Yeah, <laughs> you're the one that's supposed to do research. God damn it! I was um, gonna check out the historical part, and then I um. Yeah, but no, yeah, like he's it. definitely king of Scotland for a little while. Oh, well, that's cool. Uh, at the end of the movie, they um make sure to point out that uh, James the Sixth is a descendant of him, and they're like, and eventually his descendant became both King of England and Scotland. Isn't that great for Scotland? No, no, it's not. <laughs> I know that's the Ireland. implication I is that. Wales. That's the implication is that like eventually he did see free Scotland by his descendant just being the fucking king. What the fuck are you talking about, movie? Yeah, can uh, the Scottish hold a referendum on on separating themselves from the United Kingdom right now? Uh, they can, but they it has to be approved by English Parliament, right? Yeah, well, then then the English Supreme Court said just said they couldn't, right? Like two oh. days ago. Oh, well, they didn't they do a referendum a few years ago and it barely didn't pass. Yeah, it barely they barely didn't pass. And the big reason is like we want to be still part of the Union and the European Union in particular. Yeah. And then the yeah. uh, Brexit happened, and they're like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, so this movie's got a. It's directed by a man named David McKenzie, who uh, he directed Hell or High Water, which is a good movie. Which is the movie he directed before this, also with Chris Pine. I don't know why there's such a huge drop off from that movie to this one. I'm guessing it's because Hell or High Water was written by like that. Uh, what's that dude like Taylor Sheridan? who's a really good screenwriter, and then this movie is just written by 
uh, David McKenzie. <laughs> oh, and Beth Sheba Doran and James McGinnis. Hey, Hell or High Water is a good movie. Um, this movie, it's not. Yeah, it's not a good Here's movie. the things I like about it. The costumes are really cool. Um, there's like a extended long, t- long take at the beginning of the movie. I'm sure there's cuts hidden in it, but it's pretty cool. Uh, the costumes are cool. They look better than Game of Thrones. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I that, guess the, yes. the the performances are all right, but there's like not there's like no character work going on in this movie at all ever, right? There's just like you just have like the vaguest notion of who these people are, and then they travel from event to event. Like, uh, yeah, he's Robert the Bruce, and he's got like seven or eight brothers, I guess. But we don't, you know, fucking. You know, know. You know, oh, this is my brother, and he's oh, he's dead now. And then, oh, this is yeah, my yeah. brother, he's dead now too. Also, oh, this guy's the guy that lost his land. That, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the part of the problem with doing um, a historical movie and then trying to keep it accurate. It's like you have to try to introduce all these people that don't matter. You know, like go back and look at Braveheart. There's, you really only know Robert the Bruce, the King, and, and Walt William Wallace. That's. It, Right? Yeah, but, the other people are like, oh, these are my friends. These are the merry men. Yeah, but what Braveheart does really well that this movie doesn't, and a lot of movies used to be able to do this, which it seems like an impossible task now for uh, mainstream movies to accomplish this. But yeah, like you said, he's got his merry men, and they're they're all just like very rough outlines, but they're very understandable, understandable archetypical characters, and they do show the, the, at least their relationship with William Wallace enough so that you like care a little bit when they die and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, uh, well, I'm just from getting out when you there's, I think they're trying to too hue too close to historical fact here. Right. And they're, you know what I mean? They're the two hour movie. You're trying to cram, cram like, I don't know, 20 years worth of history. Plus like a hundred years worth of backstory into a two hour movie. And, and then you're asking the characters to, to pop too. It's just asking too much. I mean, it could be done by a better you, screenwriter. I mean, it could be done, but you have to, you have to make a, you have to change the historical Oh yeah. Part. You yeah. just, yeah. You just don't do it. You can't be historically thing. accurate is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I would just fuck that. There's no reason. to. Do yeah. That. I mean, that's because you're not doing it. You're not really being historically accurate anyways. Again, the, uh, yeah. Bruce was not this nice a dude. You know what I mean? He definitely killed that guy in the church, and it was more like, well, you're going to support uh, my main rival for the throne? I have to murder you then. Which I get it. That makes sense. Yeah, but it wasn't like, well, I, I do this for, for Scotland. For Scotland, Scots. baby. And the Scots. Free Scotland. Woo! Like William Wallace said, it's free Scots. I just like that. I don't think that's what Robert the Bruce's mission was. I think he just wanted to be the king of Scotland. Right? Yeah, he he yeah, was one of those dudes that I honestly think he just had like that oh, divine right bullshit in his mind. Yeah, I don't think he's like you know what we got to be the king of Scotland, so I will be the king of Scotland. We gotta really we gotta get the English out of here so this this land can be better for the common Scottish man. I'm sure that's really his concern. And we're gonna outsmart him by digging ditches with pikes in him, just like William Wallace did. Well, I think that might, I think William Wallace isn't the one that actually did that. I think that might actually be Robert the Bruce. Again, I don't remember this part of history. William Wallace defeated them on a bridge by, like, not letting them set up their army on the other side of the bridge. That'll show them. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we're going to fight you on the bridge then. Fuck your bridge. <laughs> There's less of us. We win. 
So, uh, we, in addition to Chris Pine, we also have some uh, Game of Game of Thrones fellows in it, right? We got some Game of Throners in it, some Game of Thronies. Uh, filmed in somewhere. The, the old bears in it. He plays Robert the Bruce. Well, Thirst. the old bear was in William Wallace. It was in uh, Braveheart, right? Yeah, he plays the old man in that too. And uh, King Stannis is in it. He plays King Edward the First of England. Um, there's probably some other gamers in it, gamer throners, because anytime there's a movie made in like Northern Ireland, Scotland, or England, it's got game well, there's only like 20, 20 actors in there. And if, if you're gonna have someone mm-hmm. swing a sword, you're gonna get a gamer throner. You're gonna get a gamer, Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. If I can remember Game of Thrones, everyone's just wearing a brown leather doublet. Ugh. I like you really the- just go after the costume design in Game of Thrones. I hate awful. the costume design in Game of Thrones. It's so bad because they're like, oh, we can't follow the book because it'll be too gaudy and people. It's got to be gritty and realistic. And it's like, well, no, fucking real life medieval times. People looked fucking ridiculous. Is badass. Like this movie really? is much more accurate to. I realize Game of Thrones is a fantasy world, but as described in the books, is very fantastical and much more similar to actual medieval times. Where you know, fucking Europe was harassing China so they could get some of those nice dyes. They weren't all walking around in their doo doo brown leather double. <laughs> Well, I mean, that was one of the big things, you know, like, oh, going back to Rome, even, like, the 500s is, like, yeah. you know, we figure out how to get silk, motherfuckers. Here's a, here, king of Persia, here's a, a robe we made, motherfucker. Yeah, like, people were trying to look fly back then. They weren't all wearing dude brown leather. Fucking put them in goddamn bright-ass green jewel shit. Make uh, Dario have a blue beard. Do that shit. Cowards. No one will take it seriously. Cowards. I don't take it seriously. No one should take it seriously. It's fucking Yeah, should be stupid as hell. Pulpy as shit. I'm tired of everything. Oh man, oh it's so serious and grounded and real. No, make that shit pulpy. Yeah, but I mean, all and pulp was also somewhat grounded. But it's the problem is, you know, don't take all the fun shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing fun about Game of Thrones. Miserable. And then it's, it's kind of, you know, actually, when you phrase like that, you do kind of hit to the core. It's a more miserable show than than the book. You know what I mean? It's, it's, just, books, it's just misery. The books are pretty miserable <laughs> yeah. as far as the events that take place, right? But there's just it's like it's a little bit. The world seems a little bit more fun in the books than the show. And then I mean, the cinematography is so bad in Game of Thrones. They've never, they don't know how to light anything, and they the set design is just so cheap and so boring. They're always just looking out a window <laughs> or standing on a balcony. That's how you establish. Yeah, I like to point out that this movie was so great that we're now talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, this movie's uh, unremarkable. Um, similar to Game of Thrones, though, they do a lot of uh, aerial shots of like Scotland and England. Cool that they actually went on location and filmed in these places Rather and drunk. stuff. Yeah, um, but I mean, it can only do so much. Uh, it, it, Scotland looks cool. Great job filming it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> great. Obviously, Lord of the Rings relies a lot on New Zealand, but it's also like they put a lot of care and dedication into not just filming New Zealand, but, you know, making it 
it's it, like its Norse. own yeah. presence, its own character in the movie. This movie is just they just filmed Scotland, you know what I mean? Like it's just like, yeah, that's cool. Scotland's riding on boats and shit. Yeah, but what else do you need? You know? There's right. rain, there's blood, there's fighting. Florence I Pugh's mean, there, I guess. The movie looks it it does look pretty good. It's not a bad looking movie, but it is just I don't know, it's just uh completely unremarkable. Like I don't care about Robert the Bruce or his conquest to try to become King of Scotland. You're not gonna convince me that he was some heartfelt meaningful like folk hero and he's also barely a character in his own movie surrounded by barely any other characters there's as soon as like florence Pugh is introduced and it's like well they oh they're gonna have a real beautiful romance and it all takes place in like five minutes i was like all right this movie's gonna be trash (laughs) no they're so cute you know what i mean it's like oh they're, they're gonna love each other or something She's not. She's just not a, a woman, you know. She's got a brain too, and she could help. And then, then she's but captured she, and locked in a cage. Yeah, and every yeah, it's just like the shadows of human beings moving from event to event, and occasionally they have some dialogue about who they are, and it's completely meaningless. And then at the end, he has to give a big speech at the Battle of uh, Ludin, right? Ludan. And it's like, oh, why would you even bother? Because Braveheart, like, <laughs> you, like you're not going to compare to the Braveheart speeches. You know what I mean? Like, unless he wrote, like, the greatest speech of all time. Like, fucking, you got to skip over this shit. Just cut away from Robert the Bruce giving a speech to his men. Like, well, Chris Pine looks like he doesn't want to be there half the time. <coughs> it's because it's fucking cold and wet in Scotland. Do you see all that mud everywhere? Everywhere's a fucking bog. He's like, why can't I get a movie where we film a location in Hawaii or some shit? He's like, up with Adam Sandler. Oh, they're raising the dragon banner. I don't know what the fuck that means. I think that is, you know, the, the, the dragon banner, man. It's, it's, dragon you man. know, yeah, it means it's going to be a dragon, I think. You're going to get a dragon here. In the beginning of the movie, he has a, a bit of a spar with Edward II, right? And then that's how the movie ends, too. Bookends. That's, that's yeah, what we, yeah, yeah, the rhymes. It's yeah, it's films. That's movie magic. <coughs> the trebuchet no, cool. does, did not take any sword fighting lessons, right? Why not? They're uh, royal. They, they, you know, land. No, I mean, like Chris Pine, the actor, did not prepare to to be a sword fighting guy because he's like, ah, yes, I'm here to do a sword fight. I think that was like the style they were going for with Robert the Bruce. You know, it's like the whole movie. Anytime he fights, he's just kind of like nonchalantly aggressive. He's just like, ah, eh. <laughs> It just seems like a guy that would have been killed in his first battle. I mean, he probably wasn't fighting on the front lines. <laughs> no, he was. We saw it. He oh. caught some pikes. Man, it sure wasn't as cool as all the violent battles in Braveheart, though, huh? Nah. Well, you know, again, you got to throw some practical effects in there from time to time. Yeah. It's CGI's fine, you know, to like make the you know build the battle out. But you, you know, throw me throw me some real blood. That's right? crazy. I mean, corn syrup. That's crazy that Mel Gibson like sucks, but he's he's made he's a pretty good filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's true of a lot of guys. Yeah. In Gallows, I imagine. Remember in Braveheart when that dude with has a big hammer and he hits that dude in the chest and his like chest explodes. That was <laughs> great badass. Time. Great time. Yeah, they should do shit like that in movies. 
But this movie does, like I said, they had a one scene where they eviscerate that dude at the castle. And I was like, hell yeah, this rules. Because it, um, I don't know, practical effects and violence is cool. I don't know, violence is cool. Sex and violence. But uh, they, they just couldn't sustain it for the rest of the movie. Like I said, they it's just, just, it's just boring. Not, There's nothing fucking going on. You know what? Let's just get to the fucking reviews. I don't give a shit about this movie anymore. They, they, they just got the plug in with the blood spray. Is bullshit. Let's talk about the historical authenticity real quick. That's <clears throat> nuts. The film implies that Robert one, Robert the Bruce, began his rebellion almost immediately after the execution of William Wallace, implying that he intended to avenge Wallace. He actually began his rebellion a full year after Wallace's death. Um, during the intermediate period, Edward I became suspicious of Robert the Bruce and ordered him to stay at Kill Drummy Castle. <laughs> His castle sucks. It's called Kill Dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what happens in the end. Someone's going to kill that dummy. Uh, the film shows Robert the Bruce marrying Elizabeth de Burr after surrendering to Edward I. Bruce's second marriage actually occurred years before in 1302. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, the film's depiction of Edward II's role in the Battle of Loudon Hill is heavily flawed. It is unlikely that he was present at the battle in any capacity. Moreover, <laughs> it is certain that he would not have challenged Bruce to single combat. Even if he had been present and challenged Bruce to personal combat, a hostage as valuable as Edward II would not have been allowed to flee. Yeah. Incorporate, the battle incorporates some I'm so other sorry, I got such a big dick. I just. <laughs> Other elements from the later and more decisive battle of Bonnickbum, such as the death of Robert de Clifford. <laughs> Robert de Clifford? They have such stupid names. Yeah. Let's just fight. When you mix like the French with the Germanic, with the Celtic, with, you know, just that whole Northwestern Europe shit, and all gets mixed, mixed together in Normandy and then comes over to England, it gets stupid as hell. <laughs> Uh, the title character, Outlaw King, is that of an enigmatic and well-behaved man of the people who desires to resource, restore Scotland to its inhabitants. However, historian Fiona Watson notes the real Robert was most likely cold, uh, cunning, and driven by his personal ambition. Yeah. Uh, yellow dye guy. was the most common dye in Scotland during the period. It was highly favored by the fighters with the means to afford it. Historian Fergus Cannon notes that while many historical writers comment on its prevalence, it remains absence, absent from the appearance and popular culture related to Scottish history. Oh, they loved it. They loved the color yellow in Scotland. Oh, the color yellow. Uh, the uh, film depicts Edward II as a real piece of shit. On the contrary, Edward II was reluctant to assume the mantle of kingship and was known to be generous with his servants. Whatever. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> he was nice to the servants, according to whoever wrote his biography. The film portrays Edward I dying before the Battle of Luden Hill, when in reality, he died several months later. Furthermore, the film implies that Edward I was buried when he died, when in fact, he was interred, interred at Westminster Abbey in London. Oh, this is the, oh, the, the worst inaccuracy of them all. You ready? It's going to be something stupid. Yeah, go ahead. In the film, when Robert tells his brothers his plan to start a rebellion, artichokes can be seen on the table. However, artichokes were not introduced to the British Isles until the 16th century. Oh, my fucking God. Get out of here. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. What Fuck a bullshit-ass movie. 
Oh, they thought they could just slip that one by us, huh? You know, dumb bastards. Thought we wouldn't catch it. We we are we people are out here on IMDb. They got the facts. They're taking a look. They're on your ass, David McKenzie. You thought you could put some artichokes in your fucking Scottish bullshit movie? Wrong again, idiot. Should have been Haggis. There's also a character in the movie uh, name of Seamus. He's like one of the servants. There's like a named servant. Honestly, I feel like there's got to be a version of this movie that's like three and a half hours long rather than two hours. It feels like they must have just cut so much shit. Or like the screenplay at least is like 400 pages or something, you know? But anyhow, um, there's yeah. a character in it by the name of Seamus. Uh-huh. Uh, Seamus is the Irish version of James. I think the Scottish one is Hamish. Wouldn't he just be named Hamish, not Seamus? Look if I know. They got so many, you know? There's so many inaccuracies here. After the artichoke thing, I just don't know if I can, can stand it anymore. Oh, the first nine minutes of the film is one continuous choreographed tracking shot, beginning with the close-up of a candle flame to oath of fealty to a duel and finishing with the firing of a trebuchet and a castle. That was a single shot. That's badass. That's cool. Best part of the movie. It That's cool. Is That's a, cool. It, that is the best part of the movie. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that was a cool tracking shot. I, I'm a fan of the trebuchet shot destroying the castle. Uh, the internet has ruined trebuchets for me. Scotland, I like I'm from Age of Empires. Scotland is sure as having bare hills, much of it, much as it is now. But at the time of Robert the Bruce, a lot of trees because the English haven't stolen them yet. Were fully forested. Oh my god! Yeah, they should have planted a whole fucking forest to film this movie. They would have done it for Lord of the Rings. Bitch ass David McKenzie, and you're not Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of directors' problems. They don't, they don't want to spend forty minutes staring at a gorilla. Following a screening of the film at the Toronto International Film Festival, TIFF director David McKenzie decided to cut twenty minutes from the film. There you go. Uh, but it was just a battle scene against the backdrop of waterfall, an eight-minute chase sequence, <laughs> and an encounter between Robert the Bruce and William Wallace in the woods. I'm there's oh yeah the first cut of the film was around four hours long there you go yep I fucking knew it there's like absolutely so much missing from this movie I don't think it would make it a better movie because it's not an interesting story to me but um (laughs) you can tell that it's supposed to be there's supposed to be way more shit in it Elizabeth DeBurr is depicted as English in reality she was a mix of native Irish and Anglo-Norman ancestry and was born and raised in Ulster. In 1315, eight, 18, or eight years after Ludenhelm, Robert would lead an, an, an ultimately unsuccessful invasion of Ireland aimed at freeing the country from English rule. Elizabeth's father, Richard Ogdeber, second Earl of Ulster, led the Anglo-Norman forces against the son-in-law. It's not why I invaded. Bullshit. I call yeah, bullshit. He, it was like a land grab. Yeah. All right, I don't care about these facts anymore. You got a review? Let's hear from someone who fucking loved this shit. No, already. Here we go. <coughs> Amazing. As a student of history and a graduate of psychology, this movie delivered a side of human truth that our current generation of critics are unwilling to accept. This movie portrayed a beautiful relationship between man and woman in Robert and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth delivers an amazing performance as an honorable and dedicated spouse to Robert. Robert reciprocates with equal honor. Together, they show the power of unity between the masculine and the feminine. Feminine. 
I was moved I mean, by this movie still after watching it four times. Considering the historical oh, accuracy, well, it's more accurate than most feature films. Just do honest research. All in all, five stars. Can I point out at the end of the movie, he's like, oh my god, I got my wife back. Did I have a daughter? Ah, fuck it, I can make another one. No, she asks about his daughter. And he's like, yeah, she's waiting at the castle. She waiting at the castle. Now let's go fucking. We don't see the fucking daughter. That's no, we don't know. As far as I know, she's back in the nunnery. It's because the little girl in the movie had to go to class. (laughs) Little kids are always going to class. They got a twin. Chris Pine's penis, two and a half stars. That's the popular review on uh, Letterboxd. (laughs) See? Not the only one. Chris Pine's penis, five stars, (laughs) Douglas. That's all it says. <laughs> you know, Douglas really likes Chris Pine's penis. But Douglas. me and the, the other guy or gal or, you know, whatever. Not fans. Five stars, Douglas. That's the real <laughs> review I want to see. What's everybody's opinion on his fucking penis? What's that? Battles penis? are some of the best I've seen. All their uh, fantastics. No, they're not. They fucking suck. Just, I'm telling you, they just used that plugin. It was like, pss, 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 pissing blood everywhere. Great movie, Chris Pine was so good. So good. I love his action. Oh my god. An amazing movie. It falls in the style of Braveheart and is absolutely brilliant. In what way does it really fall in the style of Braveheart? I mean, obviously it's a a continuation of the same historical narrative, right? But it's like not it's just like uh <coughs> it's a very like modern um even compared to Braveheart uh, depiction of, of like a very modern version of an epic, like um, remember Kingdom of Heaven? Yeah, but cut? Kingdom that yeah. was a good movie once you saw the director's cut. Yeah, but that the Kingdom of Heaven, especially probably the director's cut, it had a major effect on how like epics were made from that point onwards. There's been a lot of um, budgetary limitations that affects a lot of them as well but it had like a major effect on it and like this movie is much more similar to kingdom of heaven than it is braveheart right braveheart is oh, much yeah, more yeah that's fair that's way more similar to kingdom of heaven than braveheart uh, you know here's the thing though like, every these braveheart movies are going like, to be a success epics aren't going to be a success because they need to kind of like make their own imprint right like uh mm-hmm. you know ben-hur is its own movie and it, it is different than spartacus and if that's yeah. going back and looking at those old epics too you know that's what the point i'm trying to make <laughs> braveheart is its own thing uh, Kingdom of Heaven, the director's cut, is a really good movie, but the next big epic, the next exciting epic, is not going to look like Kingdom of Heaven. That's what I mean. Like Lord of the Rings. Like, Braveheart is really, like, popcorn-y, right? And melodramatic, and it's a real big crowd-pleaser. This movie is not. It's trying to be, like, gritty and grounded like Kingdom of Heaven, and a little bit even, like, antagonistic to the audience, even though it doesn't, I don't think it realizes that's what it's doing, or it doesn't realize that's one of the elements of Kingdom of Heaven. So, like, this person's like, yeah, it falls in the style of Braveheart. And it it doesn't at all. It's just, it's also Scottish history, about the same time period, but (laughs) stylistically, it's not anything like Braveheart. Love this movie. Feels like a very accurate historical movie. If it feels like that, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the important thing, though. Our feelings. What does it feel like? You know. I feel. I feel like this movie is true. Fuck your feelings, bro. Facts don't care about your feelings, snowflake ass bitch. 
Well, don't don't shove facts at me, bro. I have feelings. I watched this movie because it was referenced to be historically accurate, way more so than Braveheart. And man, did that feel like the case. There was no instant glory or victory after victory, but it showed the struggle of war. Did they watch the same Um, Braveheart movie I did? This movie also doesn't show any of this shit either. This movie is Chris Pine wandering around Scotland getting punked out by all the other lords, right? That's the first hour and a half of this two-hour movie. Is he... Oh... Well, McKinnon, are you gonna join me? No, fuck you, bitch. Oh, Lockin, you gonna join me? No, fuck you, McDougal. McDougal, no, you fucking abandoned William Wallace, bitch. That's the whole movie. It's like his wife and his daughter get snatched up, and he's still like, "Oh man, now we we really got to do it. Now we really got to free Scotland." I love this film. I cried like four times. And Florence Pugh's character, Elizabeth, got a happy ending. This never happens. I'm so happy. (laughs) What the fuck? These people have... What movies do these people watch? I don't know. This is the first movie I ever watched. It has a happy ending. It never happened before, but this is the one that happens. Good night. Someone on Twitter today or yesterday or whatever was like, the new God of War storyline is better than any movie that's been released in the last four years. So I think it's a lot of people don't watch movies and then they just say like really hyperbolic shit. I just think people um, just go on the internet and say hyperbolic shit. Yeah. That's what this podcast should be about. Let's I make guarantee, some hyperbolic shit. I guarantee Every there's no better ones. I guarantee no video game is better than better written than uh, fucking even the Outlaw King. <laughs> If they if video games had good writers, video, they, what about uh, you? What about uh, our, our old friend uh, Hadio? 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 Oh yeah, but he's an absolute outlier, isn't he? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, if video games had good writers, they wouldn't be writing video games. Ouch! You know it's that hurts. Though. That cuts me deep because I applied to be a video game writer once, and I didn't oh, ever really? get back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's more about credentials. I have an English degree. Doesn't that count? I was I was offered ghostwriting jobs. I don't get how reviews are this low. Oh, it's because it's not very good, man. It's not a very good movie. That's <laughs> uh, the best one he ever watched. He's you watched. Should, he's got. He's got five or six under his belt. This one's the best. He should watch. He should watch more movies. He should watch the fucking uh, God of War Ragnarok cutscenes. <laughs> I was being hyperbolic. The, the God of War might actually have better writing than this movie because this movie is like. Uh, the four-hour cut of the movie or Maybe the screenplay might actually be kind of good, but this two-hour piece of shit that just got plopped on the Netflix, it's not good. It's not bad. You could tell, like, the, the, the technical and the craft and the technique and everything is good. A lot of money went into it. I assume people were passionate about it. But, um, yeah, this two hours here with just the, the Vegas notion of characters and things happening is, is not good. It's not good. I just, there's barely any dialogue between characters. It's crazy. It's like a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> I oh man. There, there's a, there's a line in here, a joke in here that feels ripped straight out of a Marvel movie. Right. You remember that right after they have their wedding. Mm. And uh, he closes the door, and like the people monitoring the bridal chamber, and he's like, "Well, that was quick." She's like, "You know all about that, don't you, Seamus?" Yeah, and his name was Seamus. Shouldn't it have been Hamish? We already talked about this. 
Yeah, you and your damn Hamish. <laughs> Shouldn't it been? Shouldn't it been? Shouldn't it been Hamish? Shouldn't it been Hamish? Shouldn't it been Hamish? Doesn't grandfather have a, a weird Scottish middle name, Hamish? Oh, no, it's... What is it? It's like Meaden or something. Or Lyset? Oh, what is it? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, you're right. It does, it does have a weird Scottish middle name. Yeah. That's some cool shit. I like those old uh, Celtic names. They're goofy. You want to spell Owen the worst way you can imagine? <laughs> Why is there a J in it? Uh, Outlaw King, I give it a... I'll give it a 4 out of 10 just because of that opening long shot. And Florence Pugh looks cute with red hair. I like Florence Pugh. She's a little cutie. Oh, I was going to be a little nicer and say it was 5 out of 10. I thought it was perfectly middling. I think if the, the four-hour version of it is probably a 5 out of 10, maybe even more, maybe it is like Kingdom of Heaven where the director's cut is... Oh, I don't want to give it that much credit. Kingdom of Heaven is Ridley Scott, so it's like, well, okay. This is just David McKenzie. But yeah, I have a feeling the four-hour unedited version is at least at least more like a movie. You know, that's my problem with this is uh, it, the out of most of the movies we've watched so far on this podcast, Netflix originals, this one seems to be the most missing, like, key components of a story, right? Like, it's a fucking, our main character barely exists in this movie. <laughs> it's just some title, he's a, just a title walking around, which is probably accurate to the actual Robert the Bruce, he's probably just some title out walking around some asshole, right? But that doesn't make a compelling hero in um an epic historical war movie, right? This isn't fucking William Wallace, Mel Gibson. It's Chris Pine as some guy that suppose you should care about because he no, it's, it's Robert the Bruce. It's basically a direct sequel to Braveheart. It's pick yeah. up right where they left off on Braveheart. William Wallace is dead. Go. You would think this is something I learned from a, a little book series called The Song of Ice and Fire, known <coughs> more popularly as a Game of Thrones. But uh, <coughs> you'd think Robert the Bruce would be more successful since he has like, I don't know, five to eight brothers. And based on Game of Thrones, the guys that have like, you got to have like, if you're a king or a lord or whatever, yeah. yeah, you gotta have a lot of, like, accessory brothers that range from, like, competent to, like, insane, right? You need to have a whole assortment of brothers, and you're way more effective. So that, because of that, I feel like think. I feel like you, you, the better ones don't have the insane brothers, right? You know what I mean? Like, Ned Stark had two brothers, neither one of them insane. Yeah, but... Ned Stark his- had a fucking dearth of brothers, none of them insane. Yeah, but Brandon Stark, his older brother, right, is Brandon Stark, right? Yeah, he was just a little bit. He had a little he's, bit of a hot. He's wild. You know? he's yeah, wild. he's he, he's the crazy one. I guess you don't got to be like you're on Greyjoy insane, but like you know, you got to have have some a little bit of piss and vinegar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, um, I guess technically the 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 Greyjoy patriarch is the best example, right? Like, he's able to tame the Iron Islands just because he had, like, four or five, like, fucking crazy as shit brothers. One of them's really big and tough. One of them's tough and crazy. You know what I mean? If I can... That's what you need. That's You need just need, like, a gang of brothers. All of them sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> In medieval times. 
How dare you paint medieval times with a broad modern brush? (laughs) But based on that, though, Robert the Bruce, Scotland should be free today. (laughs) So many brothers. He just he didn't have the right combination of brothers, I guess. Anyhow, that's Outlaw King. It should have been about Robert the Bruce and his five to eight brothers. It seemed like he had a lot of them, right? He had some sisters too, but I don't think they've made it in the movie. Like I, yeah. I'm pretty sure his sister's the one that ends up in in the cage in history, not not his wife. Well, that's showbiz, baby. You know, sometimes when you sign on as you know Robert the Bruce's wife, you end up in a cage, Florence Pugh. That's sometimes as Game of Thrones. You play wait, the wait Game for of Thrones. It. That's coming up in the Marvel movie. You'll be hanging from uh, the Beyonder's cage in the Nether Realm or some shit. You play, either play the Game of Thrones or you lose the Game of Thrones, and you get put in a cage. It's Florence Pugh. <clears throat> Turns out it was COVID the whole time. What a prank! What a prank! My body pulled on me. Got him. Ah, shit. It's Christmas Eve, babe. In the drunk tank. What are we watching next week? Oh, I think you know what we're watching next week. Christmas shit, probably, right? No, 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 Kyle. You know, there's a there's a new Knives Out mystery out there. Does it come out next week? Oh, baby, it's already out. It came out a couple days ago, didn't it? No, only in theaters. I don't think it comes on. It's not going to be on Netflix until, like, Christmas. Is this up already? I could have sworn we looked it up. I'm pretty sure it's out now. No. I'm looking it up. It it's, in theaters. it's in theaters right now. <laughs> what is it? I don't pay Netflix to put shit in theaters. I'll tell you that right now. Well, they just did that for Oscar contention. Yeah, it's not going to be on Netflix till December 23rd. Damn it. I was ready for it to be out. So I, to, so we could, I didn't pick anything. It's like, all right, let's watch some Christmas shit then. All right. Get your knives out. Get your Brits oh. out. This one's top ten on the kids list. But I'm That's what Robert DeBruce said. He said, "Get your Brits out." I'm on a, I'm on a mad one. Get your Brits out. So many stupid Christmas movies on Netflix. Hell yeah, Netflix Holy loves stupid I'm going to war on Christmas. Cue up another stupid Christmas movie so I could tear it down, ruin Christmas for everyone. Give them COVID. God, they've got so many. I'm going to war on Christmas. Christmas is for losers. Um. <laughs> They uh, they got any Christmas movies where they get the tits out? Not on Netflix. Christmas movies with nudity, nudity, booty, nudity. Uh, 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 uh. I feel like this should be the one you're gonna hate it. What? Who's in it? No one ever heard of. I don't think. Oh no. Rose McIver. Rose McGowan. Nope. Oh. Ben Lamb. <clears throat> ben Lamb. What about Court Overstreet? No, I don't see him on this list. You didn't see Court Overstreet? I'm only watching movies with Cord in them now. I want to see his booty hole. Wait, is this a sequel? Man, you know, it's crazy. Florence, <laughs> Florence Pugh got, got him out for the Outlaw King. Oh, my Kyle. There's, there's, there's a trilogy of movies on Netflix called The Christmas Prince. Yeah, hell yeah. Christmas <laughs> Prince. We're going to watch 2017's A Christmas <coughs> Prince. Is it about Prince? <clears throat> no. You're going to wish it was. What's up with that? With that not being about Prince? Yeah. I'm going to put Prince in it. 
Just before um, Christmas, aspiring young American magazine journalist Amber Moore is sent to the foreign nation of Aldovia to cover a press conference given by the Prince Richard, who is set to take the throne following his father's recent death. It's basically mm-hmm. the plot line to Black Panther or Captain America Civil War or Outlaw King. <laughs> sort of. Except his father didn't go like, I don't trust the King of England. <sighs> I don't trust Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> no one t- should trust Iron Man. He drinks too much. Um, so that's it, huh? She goes to meet a prince. Yeah, and she thinks she falls in love with him. <clears throat> this is gonna be fucking terrible. This is gonna be almost as bad as James Gunn's Christmas private playlist. Amber decides to snoop around the palace and while doing so is mistaken for young Princess Emily's new American tutor. Oh, this is great. It's like uh... It's like some stupid bullshit for a Christmas movie, like most of them. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, it's a Christmas Prince time. It's so good that Christmas. they have two sequels. Two. Fuck that shit. No more then, Christmas. There's 2018's A Christmas Prince, The Royal Redding, and 2019's A Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby. You know? No, no more Christmas. We're, I'm replacing Christmas with wokeness. Instead of presents, everyone goes around in a circle and um, says what their pronouns are. And that's it. You just do that endlessly. <laughs> All night until someone passes out. Mm-hmm. And then you, you draw dicks on their face. That's it. Don't put any more Christmas shit out. It's offensive. All right. Now it's wokeness. And you got to have pronouns. You, have yeah, to, <laughs> you didn't you have, have pronouns have. previously, but now you, you have, have them. Now. Yeah, it's crazy. You didn't have them before. It was weird. It's because no one ever referred to you, but now people will. Once you start doing wokeness, finally people refer to you. You can be a star like Kyle. And your pronouns can be anything you want to be, too, if you think about it. Mine are um, sweetheart, prom queen. Those are my pronouns. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'll remember them. Those are those are going to be hard. Down the I'll center. remember them just because it's sweetheart uh, something Daisy. It's my it. it's my one of my catchphrases. I'm a sweetheart. I'm a prom queen. <clears throat> uh, all right, that's it for content sewer. Next week we're gonna find out what Rock Johnson's schedule's like, and then we're gonna I th- we're gonna practice. We're gonna live like Rock Johnson. We're oh gonna follow God. his daily routine. I cannot afford to eat that much cod. We're gonna do it. It's he all made up anyway. Fucking fish! It's just ridiculous. You know what I mean, you know, he all he does is drink protein shakes and and uh, ingest steroids into his thighs. But I have to eat cod. Um, no, I'm gonna guess ninety percent of what he says his daily routine is complete bullshit. But we'll find out next week when we uh, attempt it. See if we're capable of it. And we're going to learn about a Christmas prince. And I'm going to introduce my new holiday that's going to destroy Christmas. I'm going to war on Christmas. I hate it. Wokeness, here we come. No, it's not going to be woke, miss. I'm tired of all these, tired of all this woke liberal. If you can consider that woke is, as an ideology, is almost like a religion. Have you ever considered that? Not really. What a profound thought I just had. Strangely enough, I don't really think about woke. Hmm. Um, it's almost like seems like uh, something a lot of other people think about. It's almost like a religious ideology. Hmm. It's almost like it's some sort of religious dogma. Hmm. Hmm. How profound! There's never been a great you, you thinker know, like me. You, that's true. There's deep, never been a big thoughts. been a big dick guy like you, and a big big brain thinker man <laughs> like me. <laughs> big big, big think man. You know, yeah. McDonald's brain eleven out of ten. <laughs> 
um, if I can have, if I can get a wife sometime before next week, then I will stop my war on Christmas. That is a threat. Uh, please contact me at probablykyle at adventureproductions.com. Um, Florence Pugh. You can preferred. eat a Christmas wife. You can be their Christmas prince. Yep, that's a that's the Christmas movie I'm gonna write. Um, a desperate loner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. Content sewer. Go to vhskvlt.com. Uh, listen to the other podcasts. There's lots of good shit on there. Just endless jokes and jokes and jokes. Uh, you can also tell your friends and family about the podcast. Get some people listening. Promote that shit. Uh, do all the work for us to get other people listening so that they'll understand inside jokes, you know, like uh, Rock Johnson, Court Overstreet, uh, Need Me a Girl, you know, all the hits. And donate to the Patreon so I can afford a wife, I guess, for Christmas. Christmas wife. <laughs> <laughs>